As you know, it's important to me that the supplements I recommend and use are of the highest quality. That's why I stocked the Protocol for Life Balance product line at my online dispensary, drhoffman.com slash protocol for life balance. Protocol for Life Balance offers a wide range of professional grade products using ingredients backed by strong scientific research. Among them, several stand out for their cardio health support, cardio triplex, clinical cardio six, natokinase, and ubiquinol. Each of these products takes its own unique approach to cellular energy production, maintaining normal blood fluidity, healthy immune response to normal biological stress, and maintaining blood pressure already within the healthy range. They're available from healthcare practitioners, and they're available to you at drhoffman.com slash protocol for life balance. That's drhoffman.com slash protocol for life balance for more information and to order. Welcome back to today's Intelligent Medicine Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Ronald Hoffman. It's our weekly Q&A with Layla, where we answer your questions. What's next, Layla? We have, we have an email from Julie. Hi, Dr. Hoffman. My son is at his wit's end. I've listened to you for a long time, and I thought you may have an idea or two. Long story short, Julie's son had a tick bite, which he was given doxycycline for, for 21 days. That took care of the problem. Then he came down with strep throat, and his doctor gave him amoxicillin. Stop. So, right there, it's the immunosuppressive effects of antibiotics. Yeah. Antibiotics can be immunosuppressive. Yeah. Yeah, Which is another reason to withhold antibiotics. But, mm-hmm. you know, tick bite, okay. Uh, do you always have to give antibiotics after a tick bite? No. No. Although many doctors do prophylactically. prophylactically. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then after all of those rounds of antibiotics, he came down with tinea versicular or yeast infection. A yeast infection, which is further mm-hmm. immunosuppressive. Yeast right. suppresses the immune system and you've got a vicious right. cycle going. So now we have a vicious cycle. Yeah, now we've got the real problem. Since that time, he has come down with unending mouth ulcers, skin lesions that resemble boils. They're on his tongue, lips, cheeks, gums, throat, on his jawline, on his so armpits, and his groin. Completely immunosuppressed. He can't fight off yeah. anything. And the anti- he's running he's out. negative for Lyme, by the way. He's he's running out of antibiotics that work because they're, they're you shot your wad on antibiotics. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's thirty two years old. He's six feet tall, weighs one hundred and fifty two, and he works for an organic maple syrup farm. Whoa, that is a very interesting correlation because yeah. that's like mainlining sugar. Yeah, and he he doesn't ever taste that maple syrup. So it doesn't, you know get on him or his skin or anything or maybe there's some kind of allergy working here too but the so the question for you is is how many people can work at an organic maple syrup farm and not partake of organic maple syrup honestly wow i I just don't know anything about his diet i don't know what his consumption of sugar Mm -hmm. is Mm -hmm. uh you know look this is very complicated and i don't want to minimize it but we've got to take a look at this guy's diet totally the clue is his occupation yeah um and now he has sore joints. Okay, so he's he and now he's lost weight. Now developing some mm-hmm. chronic inflammatory, infectious, yeah, kind of which is concerning meltdown. Mm-hmm. Well, it, look, this is the kind of person we would see in consultation, Absolutely. and I'm not pitching for this person necessarily to come to our center, but 
a functional mm-hmm. medicine doctor could help to begin to unravel it with diet, yeah. with some sort of natural immune support, something to boost immunity so that he could actually begin to fight this off because yeah. antibiotics do not seem to be working. His microbiome is decimated by all the antibiotics. He has candida mm-hmm. or yeast problems. He needs to get antifungal therapy yeah. because that's you know really uh, suppressing his immune response. Yeah. Um, this is how... I mean, we, we, look, we're not going to solve this problem no. with this, with this, with this answer, but it is illustrative of how people go down the tubes. Yes. And it's, this is generic. This, this kind of situation where people start off in a little, little infection, you know, leads to another thing, another sort of slippery slope to a complete. And these are the antecedents to that complete yeah. Yeah. so-called meltdown yeah. or that snowball effect. Julie is in Canton, Illinois. Julie, if you go to the website acam.org, acam.org, you can find a good integrative medicine, functional medicine doctor for your son. I'm assuming your son is in the same or area. Or these days, IFM, IFM. or the mm-hmm. uh, American College of Nutrition, ACM. Yeah, yeah. Uh, because there are good resources where you could find a suitable physician in your area of the country. Yeah. For your son, that would be appropriate for but, your you son. But, you know, start with a really impeccable diet, at yeah. the very least. Yeah. And possibly probiotics and, mm-hmm. uh, you know, certainly check out vitamin D, which is something that actually helps. Uh, pretty, you know, I can predict this guy has very low levels of vitamin D. Maybe low levels of zinc. You know, things mm-hmm. that uh, impact immunity. These are things right. we would test for. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, Julie. Best of luck to your son. All right. Start there. We have to pause because we allow our sponsors an opportunity to share a vital message with our listeners. And so, here goes. Listen up. As you know, I'm a big proponent of CBD to tonify the endocannabinoid system. I've found that it helps people relax and can support restful sleep, a real breakthrough in herbal products. The CBD brand I take personally and recommend to my patients is Plus CBD from CV Sciences, which is now proud to introduce the Plus CBD Relief line of soft gels. Plus CBD Relief is the ideal way to help promote a healthy inflammatory response. Plus CBD Relief is doctor-formulated with recovery-supporting ingredients, including CBD, CBDA, and Levagen plus PEA. Relief soft gels help address minor everyday soreness, support joint function, and encourage recovery following strenuous activity. All Plus CBD products are backed by science with clinically researched active ingredients. And with a 90-day satisfaction guarantee, you have nothing to lose. To learn more and to order, visit pluscbdoil.com slash Hoffman and use coupon code Hoffman30 for 30% off. That's pluscbdoil.com slash Hoffman for Plus CBD's relief soft gels. Thanks for listening and thanks for supporting our sponsors. They're what make intelligent medicine a continuing free resource to you. And now back to Layla, our nutritionist. Okay, we have an email from Edward. Dr. Hoffman, my calf has been twitching for one solid week. Calf? Calf. And I mean all the time, almost all the time. I have no p- pain. Well, go out in the barn and just give it a kick and it'll be fine. <laughs> yeah, kick that calf. I have no pain, but it is annoying. I can't think of any event that might have caused it. I'm a 65-year-old man of normal weight. My blood work was all normal, magnesium, potassium, calcium. Any idea what caused it and how long will this last? Well, it, okay, I mean, it could be... Yeah, it could be due to a nutritional deficiency. It could also be due to a pinched nerve, you know, that huh. uh, 
pinched nerves can sometimes cause muscles to fasciculate or twitch. Okay. Especially as you get older. This gentleman's a little older and typically, you know, there may be some compression of the spine mm-hmm. on a nerve to the leg that's causing mm-hmm. the calf to twitch. That's not uncommon. Yeah. Uh, that could be addressed through chiropractic. I mean, it is possible that even with normal levels of magnesium, potassium, and so on, that more magnesium will suppress the twitch. You mm. know, it's not fail-safe. It's not, right. Uh, and normal available. on a lab test for magnesium right. is not a true picture because right. it's typically a red blood cell magnesium, which is not as great as, say, the blood test you used to do, Dr. Hoffman. Yep. The ionized magne- magnesium, magnesium, calcium, yep. and all that. Which is, so, it's sort of a which is harder test, to get. Not that available. <laughs> uh, the, I mean, the other thing is, it, it, look, it's so common, it's an isolated thing, I wouldn't go... That's on it, but if other parts of the body begin to twitch, you have like a multiple, you know, areas of muscle twitching. Uh, see a neurologist because sometimes this can be a harbinger of some neurological disease. Mm. Mm-hmm. But you know, from what it sounds like, it's not. You know, we don't have to pull the ripcord and see the neurologist yet. Yeah, uh, mm. it's just you know an ordinary facet, bothersome facet of life, that uh, probably will resolve itself. Yeah, yeah, Edward. Thank you for your question. Hope that twitching stops. This kind of reminds me of the book that I did a very nice interview with a couple of Columbia University doctors who wrote a book called Am I Dying? Oh, yeah. <laughs> they, I don't think they had a chapter on a muscle twitch. Uh-huh. But, you know, you look that stuff up on, uh, you know, on uh, Google. Uh-huh. And, you know, you could just go nuts on you can. all these, you know, Horrendous progressive yeah. neuromuscular disorders that this can be a portent of. What is? And what do they call that? Uh, cyberchondria. Cyberchondria. Right. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Interesting. Oh my goodness. I mean, it is what it is until proven otherwise. Yeah. Which is a nuisancey yeah. thing. Yeah. Nuisance kind of thing. We have an email from Cheryl. Dear Doctor Hoppen, what is your opinion of the new shingles vaccine, Shingrix? I'm 63. My doctor wants me to go get it. I'm putting it off because my friends that have gotten it had bad to severe side effects that lasted for days, but I'm told that the side effects in comparison okay. to getting shingles is not as so bad. This is fairly typical, is when Shingrix was introduced as a successor to the previous vaccine, Zostavax, mm. which wasn't very effective, and I didn't really recommend that people take Zostavax. I said, well, you know... Six and one have dozen the other. You know, it's not bad to take it, but it's not that effective. The very people who need it, who are immunosuppressed and older, yeah. who get the worst cases of shingles and post-traumatic neuralgia, are the ones least likely to respond. They could have as low as a 30-40% response rate or lower. Yeah. Uh, with the new vaccine, the new vaccine is different. Uh, it's mm-hmm. more potent. Hmm. It seems to work better, even in elderly immunosuppressed people. It confers more protection, like 80-90% protection. Uh, That's good how, news. And what they said was virtually no side effects. And I said, great, sounds good, but I'm going to wait until I actually see what happens when it's unleashed upon the populace. Yeah. And now we're getting reports that the side effects are kind of bothersome. Yeah. Uh, okay. But mm-hmm. uh, there, there's more the way of bothersome side effects rather than devastating side effects. People aren't you know, developing Guillain-Barre syndrome, Oof. they're not becoming paralyzed, they're not becoming uh, debilitated. It's just, it's just they feel flu-like, mm. like after a 
a shot. You know, you yeah. could, your immune system gets a flu shot, and you could feel like you have the flu. Yeah. I've heard that often enough. They feel achy. Their shoulders hurt. They, 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 yeah. they, they under the weather for you know two, three, four days. Yeah. And then the immune the immunity take takes over. So mm-hmm. uh, is it should it be done routinely? Well, you know, I'm a case in point. I'm 66 years old, mm-hmm. and I'm a candidate for it. I haven't taken it. Mm-hmm. Why? I mean, I have this belief in sort of natural support for immunity, you know, with the supplements I take, with the lifestyle I follow, with the diet that I eat, the sleep that I get, the exercise that I do. And so I haven't taken this artificial uh, immune booster, Mm -hmm. even though I've had chicken pox, and I am Mm -hmm. uh, a candidate for getting uh, zoster. Am I against people getting it routinely? No, I don't discourage patients from getting it. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't think that that, what her friends report is a country indication to getting it yeah uh, but you know is it a mandatory thing for everyone over 60 to get uh, I'm not convinced yeah okay I mean certain people I think one thought is if you're about to get chemotherapy or if you're about to oh, under, you know yeah. get an immunosuppressive medication maybe that's uh, you know a good thing to do because you're, Do you get more herpes outbreaks when yeah, you're immunosuppressed right, that right. way? Yeah. You know, so yeah. as a, I might recommend to somebody about to get chemo yeah. uh, that they should get it as a preventive. Mm-hmm. All right. You have weighed in, Dr. Hoffman. Yeah. Cheryl, uh, thank you. A lot of questions about this. This is, yeah. But I, I will say, to say it from the standpoint of efficacy, mm-hmm. this does seem to work. And the, it's, Zostavax is done. It's done. It's over it's, for that. It's rendered obsolete by wow. Shigrix. Wow, that's good. That's good news on the vaccine. The other thing about Zostavax is that it's a live vaccine, Mm. which means at least theoretically somebody who's very immunosuppressed could actually get an outbreak of of, uh, Of shingles shingles from from it. it. This one is attenuated. It's a, in effect, dead vaccine. Yeah. Composed of vaccine, of uh, components of the virus that can't reactivate. Okay. We have an email from Bo. Hi, Layla and Dr. Hoffman. My dad is 76 years old, and he's, he's had Parkinson's for 13 years. He's held it at bay pretty well, healthy lifestyle and all of that. He's a former age grouper, triathlete, marathoner. He's slowly getting worse, although he still rides his wind trainer. And he's going. That's, that's great for Parkinson's. That is great, yeah. yeah. He's going back uh, to... A yeah. stationary bike is especially good for For, uh, for Parkinson's? Parkinson's? Stationary bike, okay. Because Parkinson's is about difficulty initiating movement, but there's something about the bicycle that, you know, sort of encourages you to remain in motion because mm. of the, the momentum that you create with the pedaling, and it just okay. allows you to continue motion, like, uh, straight ahead. Whereas if you're walking, you know, you could freeze. Ah, okay. But the bicycle but sort of impels less, you forward. Less tendency to freeze yeah. from that. He's about to get a whole bunch of blood tests, and I know they only run the typical blood tests, but there may be some important levels of something they may not check. I would look at D, I would look at DHEA, I would look at testosterone. There's evidence that testosterone can ameliorate the symptoms of Parkinson's for some men, Hmm. Uh, and DHEA is in that family that can be helpful. And certainly D levels are associated with prognosis in Parkinson's. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, I might look at glutathione levels, yeah, that's an esoteric test, hard to get sometimes. But uh, he's we also it. he's also taking antidepressants and anti-anxiety meds since this diagnosis. So doesn't help. But yeah, it doesn't help. But 
His lifestyle has been pretty healthy, which is very good news. He has muscle reserve, which is good. Yeah. Uh, the latest thing is uh, NAC. NAC. For, which is builds glutathione. And even right. in one study recently, they slowed progression of Parkinson's with NAC orally 500 twice daily with a once-a-week infusion of NAC. Wow. IV. That's promising. Uh, another thing, <clears throat> Bo, for your father, you want to make sure he's taking lots and lots and lots. Did I say lots? Of CoQ10 and ubiquinol, both. Do you mean a lot? Both. <laughs> a lot. <laughs> yes. CoQ10 and ubiquinol, right? Also Dr. consider Hoffman. nicotinamide riboside. Mm, which I, you know, yes. It's, you know, all of that, it's about mitochondrial support. Uh, NT factor, mm -hmm. you know, to the extent that it can help uh, with uh, mitochondrial function. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. All of those things would be what to look for. Bo, thank you for your question. And, you know, I'll good tell you this. To your dad. This is a little bit, you know, esoteric, but mm -hmm. I'm now doing genetic testing. Yeah. And we look at glutathione pathways. And there are many genes that govern glutathione pathways. And today I'm going to talk to a woman who has got some very unusual genes for glutathione peroxidase. Hmm. which is very important in recycling glutathione in the body. She Only 3% of the population have that. Wow. And she has a variety of medical problems that may be related to her inability to uh, to provide her body with, with internal antioxidants. Yeah, detox. Yeah. 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 Also, uh, the ability to detoxify mercury is associated with that. Hmm. Glutathione, the master antioxidant for that. Yep. Okay. But these are people who are much more susceptible to chemicals mm -hmm. because their bodies don't mm -hmm. break down xenobiotics. Yeah, yeah. We have an email from Daniel. Uh, the results of my last two blood tests showed a B12 of over 1,500, whereas before that it was about 1,300, and my last folate test was greater than 34, uh, 24. No problem. And yeah. No problem. No problem. no problem. No problem. It's short. December, my my ferritin was two ninety one, and then that's after that, it was it was then it was two oh nine. Oh, so that's good. It's getting better. You know, it's here's the interesting thing: is ferritin is a measure of iron. Yeah. So you'd figure, like, well, how do you? How it's do also you a marker of inflammation. Thank you. It's because we see patients who we put on a program, and we say, "Go give some blood because mm -hmm. you're you're iron overloaded." Yeah. And they come yeah. back and they go, "Oh." Great that you must have given blood. Your ferritin's so much better. They go, oh, I never did that. It's like ferritin is a marker of inflammation yeah. in this case. Yeah. And it'll come back into a more normal range. Mm -hmm. It's it's not, therefore, an entirely reliable marker for iron. Yeah. We're also testing people genetically these days for the gene that causes hemochromatosis. Yes. That can be done, too. Mm -hmm. And those are great candidates for giving blood. Right, right. So... Daniel is concerned about these high B12 and folate levels, but he doesn't need and, to be concerned. And his doctor said, what are you doing? You're taking those, yeah. too much of those vitamins. No, that's not how that works. Right. We like to see B12 levels higher I mean, than lower. Don't, they don't yeah. have to be in the stratosphere, but if you're using B12 or folate therapeutically, yeah. you're going to see high levels. Right, right. So Daniel says, last fall I started a vigorous exercise program of lifting and hit high-intensity interval training great. with vitamin supplementation. That's good. Good. You'd stick to your pro. Is, is this for me taking too much, or is this high because of something else? 
some kind of. Well, I can't think of any. No, I'll tell you what is, is, there, is there is one. Uh, hmm. Is that uh, bacterial overgrowth is sometimes associated with high folate. Really? People, when you see that in people who don't take a lot of folate, it's ah. the back, it's proliferation of certain bacteria that, that okay. synthesize folate. Okay. It's sometimes a marker for that. Yeah. Since Daniel is taking like vitamins. SIBO, small intestine bacterial overgrowth. Yeah. Uh, Daniel, it's, it's, it's about your supplements, yeah, and yeah. your supplements should problem. be fine. And it's yeah, problem solved. It's another problem. I like to solve problems by solving by by saying it's yeah. not a problem. Yeah, and by the way, Daniel wanted us to know that he's seventy-one years old, and he's, he's doing hit. Good he's for him. Five nine and one hundred and sixty-five pounds. So he's, that's very good. He's doing like the battle ropes. That's hit. You know, uh, high intensity. That's, that's high intensity. Important. You ever do the battle ropes? No. There's those ropes that you yes, go like up and down. It. You know. And, yeah. Uh, so Heavy. my trainer sometimes says, "Okay, do them up and down. Mm-hmm. Then do them sideways. Now do them to the other side. Two minutes a piece. <laughs> you are you do that. That's only eight minutes of exercise, but wow. you are absolutely gassed. Wow. You know, the, the, the you're you're covered with sweat. Your heart rate is like one sixty. Uh-huh. You know, it's like oh my god. Wow. But it's uh, it it is very good, mm. uh, and it it it's sort of." A concentrate of exercise. Mm-hmm. Wow. Time That's for one terrific. more question. That's one more. Let's see. From Tom. Dr. Hoffman, I'm a 69-year-old male, 6'4", 190 pounds, active, non-smoker, non-drinker, non-restrictive diet, and recently diagnosed with mild hypertension, and I'm being treated with 10 milligrams of lisinopril daily. Okay. Not a biggie. I have a family history of Alzheimer's, my mother, and heart disease, my father. Being on a fixed income, Social Security only, could you recommend a supplement regime to address potential health issues? Well, you know, we could go, like, very, very fancy with that. You could say, well, you know, and this is something that I'm doing with some patients now. Again, the genetic testing might reveal, do you have the Alzheimer's gene? Are you really right. prone to that? Also, we do genetic testing for which blood pressure medication is most likely to work for you. Right. That's yeah. fascinating because sometimes we're the doctors just throw darts at the dartboard. Which is a, and know, say, let's try what this. What I used to do, and we would go through <clears throat> this one works, this one doesn't work, and you know, good luck with that. Mm-hmm. We can actually see whether genetically you're more likely to respond to one or another blood pressure medication, and there's yeah. so many different options. Yeah. Now, okay, so this what wants a simple program. So take fish oil, take vitamin D, yeah. take magnesium. Tom, take you say aged garlic extract. Yeah. Tom is on a non-restrictive diet. He needs to be on a more restrictive diet. Save money that way, too. Exactly. That's the best <laughs> way to save money, right. is you need to change your diet to eat for this family history of right. both Alzheimer's and cardiovascular yep. disease. That may warrant a lower-carb diet to start. Yep. Start there. That will also, if you lose a few pounds, 5 to 7% of your weight, that it mild hypertension may go away. Right. And hypertension is a risk factor for cognitive decline. Yes. So whether you take medications, you can somewhat attenuate that risk. Right. But, right. Uh, you know, look, the simplest thing is you got no money. Mm. You don't can't He's buy on a, a fixed fences, income. Fit. Right. You can't buy a lot of supplements. What you can control, diet and exercise. Yes. And it's tougher to do that rather than take some pills. But uh, it's the cheapest thing in the world. It's the cheapest thing in the world, and it's something you can 100% control. Isn't that the best news? Yeah, you can really be off you know? the economic grid and right. control that. Right. Now, I will say that you know, buying arugula and buying fresh avocados and buying 
you know, uh, high quality olive oil and meat. I mean, let's face it, that yes. is expensive, but there yeah. are some workarounds there. There it are lots have, of workarounds. It doesn't you have to be organic. In, it can be, you know. Exactly. Look for the, you know, the, the dirty dozen, the clean 15. Does, and vegetables avoid and the fruits. packaged foods. They're usually more expensive anyway. Buy things that are on sale. Eat seasonally. There are loads of things you can do. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. But during med school, I, I actually uh, went out to the community. I was uh, my med school was in the Bronx, Albert Einstein, and we our job was to teach people on fixed income how to eat healthy. Hmm. And uh, the community was very receptive to that. You know, because I was already into nutrition. That it was like, you know, here's how you could. Here's your, you know. 50 bucks, this is how all the things you can get for a family of four and stretch your food bills. And, you know. That was a long time ago. 50 bucks for a family of four now would be tough. We'll get through a week. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. I mean. At the time, right, 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 right. yeah. So, anyway. Tom, that's the place to start. Absolutely. Changing your diet. And what's also. Inexpensive is listen to Intelligent Medicine. <laughs> Go to DearHoppin.com. Yes. Download the podcast. It's free. It's free. And you'll get a, you know, you'll get a free education. Uh, and yeah. It'll motivate you, too, to stick yeah. to your program. All right. We've got to go. So thanks, folks, for listening. Yes. And, and do send your questions. Enjoy your summer. And uh, we'll be back again uh, next week if we're not uh, paralyzed by jellyfish stings or... Oh, uh, right. August. <gasps> yep. <laughs> Here we go. Summer hazards. You know, <laughs> debilitated by sunburn. Yeah. Uh, whatever. Uh-huh. We'll t- okay, enough <laughs> enough banter. We're done. Thank you, Layla. Thank you, Dr. Hoffman. I'm Dr. Ronald Hoffman, and this is the Intelligent Medicine Podcast. This is Layla Mutin, RD. I see patients regularly, along with Dr. Hoffman. If you require a nutrition consult with me but live out of town, there's no need to travel to New York City. I have telephone consultations with clients from all over the country. Please visit drhoffman.com for more information. And to set up an appointment, call 212-779-1744. That's 212-779-1744. I look forward to being a collaborator in your health care.